Hey, Urban Farm Podcast listeners. If you're as passionate about preserving the bounty of each season as we are, hey, I canned my first peaches at the age of 18, and that was a long time ago, then you're going to love what our friends over at Denali Canning have in store for you. They're on a mission to spread the love and knowledge of food preservation, and they're inviting you to join the journey for free. Right now, Denali Canning is offering free canning lids to anyone who wants to dive deeper into the world of food preservation. Yes, you heard that right, absolutely free. It's the perfect opportunity for both seasoned canners and those curious about starting. Denali is about quality, reliability, and supporting the canning community, ensuring that you get the best results every time you preserve. So why not give it a try? Visit DenaliCanning.com forward slash free to claim your free lids and start your preserving adventures today. That's DenaliCanning.com forward slash free. Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 504th episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today on our podcast, we have someone who develops lead generation without asking you to give up the farm. We're talking with John Legadakis about the business side of urban farming. John is one of Australia's leading internet marketers. It all started back in 2007 when he stumbled across affiliate marketing and within two years was able to go from $0 online to being one of ClickBank's top 100 affiliates worldwide. He has been featured in the New York Times bestseller, Get Rich Click, has authored several books, and been the host of a long-running internet marketing podcast. Today, John helps businesses create lead generation campaigns on Facebook and Google that get results fast. Welcome to the show today, John. Are you ready to rock urban farm marketing? Thanks, Greg. I'm ready. Excellent. So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at today? Yeah, thanks, Greg. It's it's an interesting path because it's not one that I planned out, which a lot of us don't. We sort of right. think things just happen, don't they, in life? But I mean, we do we do have plans and dreams. And, and for me, it was all about it was all about my family. So the, the way things happened, like I, I was originally in an IT business, I was doing computer support for a company and then I and then I had my own local IT support business where I'd be helping medium small size businesses with their networking and software issues and viruses and and all that kind of stuff but and it was good it was good business it was a bit flexible but it was a, it was stressful because people the only time I would get a call from clients is when they had a problem so I'd be rushing around like crazy you know having to put out fires so to speak so interestingly yeah. I did the same thing from about 1985 to about 1994 <laughs> I ran well, a, okay. I ran a company here in town doing the pretty much the same thing yeah yeah excellent so you know exactly what I'm talking about yeah so it's it's a great business but yeah it was stressful yeah always running around um, so I wanted to do something more from home to support my wife more to spend more time with my family and that's how I, I came so I tried network marketing actually originally or MLM yes and I, I did okay with that I was I didn't do amazing but as I was 
I was, you know, when you go into MLM or network marketing, you talk to your family and friends, which no one really enjoys, uh, you know, um, having to do. And then you exhaust that and then you start looking out elsewhere. And so I started looking online to build my business. And that's where I came across affiliate marketing and different ways to make money online. And so, and, and back, this was back in 19, uh, sorry, 2007, roughly, 2006, 2007. And back then, there was lots of stuff, especially on Google. You don't really see it so much on Google these days, but there was heaps on Google about how to make easy money with affiliate marketing, and it was just all over the place. And, and this is back to when Google allowed advertisers to advertise that kind of stuff with Google AdWords, which they don't anymore. So anyway. I tried. I tried a few things, and and it didn't take me long. And I actually made my first dollar with affiliate marketing. That might not sound like a lot, but for some, when you've been trying, you know, for anyone that's tried an online business, to actually make your first profit, <laughs> like I, I spent one dollar in advertising and made a two dollar sale, right? Wow! And but that excited me because I saw the potential. I thought, okay, if that, and and what I was doing was I was basically helping companies with leads like I was I was sending traffic let's say for example I think one of the things I was selling was Amway Amway leads was it Amway anyway where where some someone simply goes to a website puts their name email phone number and so I would again I would spend a dollar on advertising the company would give me two dollars for that lead and and so I saw my system worked no I basically was just using Google ads to, to generate the leads for the companies and so I just scaled it and and nine months later in January 2008, I was making enough money to feel comfortable to quit my computer support business and do affiliate marketing. Wow. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And it was a great, it was a great day. I still remember that day. And I've been doing online businesses ever since then. So I've been working from home since January 2008. Nice. You know, I work from home with the podcasts and the fruit trees and the online courses. It's it's nice to be able to have that flexibility to, you know, I took a nap this afternoon because I wasn't feeling great. Exactly. It's it's hard for me uh, to imagine life any other way. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, look, it's not it's not like a paradise right? working from home. It has its pros, it has its cons as well as its pros, definitely. But I definitely enjoy it more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let's bridge the gap between online marketing, affiliate marketing, all this stuff that you're doing. And why is that important for us urban farmers out there? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things, actually, my wife and I, one of the, the dreams that we have is to go off off the grid, maybe not totally off the grid, but have our have our own property where we can sustain ourselves. And the business is actually a big part of that because when you, if you can have an online business that is profitable, that is uh, something that's that can sustain your lifestyle, then you have that flexibility of being able to live literally wherever you want or pretty much anywhere that has an internet connection, which is most places these days. So, for example, right now, we have to live in a certain location because my children go to a certain school. It's a bit of a long story. I won't uh, bore listeners with the details. But once they stop going to that school in a few years' time, my wife and I can literally live anywhere we want. And that's part of the urban farm dream for us anyway, the way we're implementing it. And so if you obviously if you have a job, you're, you're usually, with most jobs, you're tied to 
a specific, you have to live in a specific location, right? And and you're very limited to what you can do as far as building your urban uh, farm, where you can live. I guess I'm trying to say. So for us, again, having that online business really gives us a lot more freedom. Excellent. And and how does how why is it important for us to to have an online presence for our urban farms? Give me an example, Greg of something like a typical urban farm business that you that you've come across in your experience well having a local presence and growing groceries for uh, you know to take to market you know having a csa a com, a community supported agriculture box that you know you're you're growing for people and you have a bunch of these that need to get new homes yeah yeah so locally uh, here in australia locally to get your community aware of things, it's most of it's online now. You've got we've got a service called Gumtree, which is similar to what you have as Craigslist over there. Oh yes. Um, obviously, there's Facebook Marketplace, and those are great tools to use to get people to know you locally. But there's a lot of restrictions to those tools, and one of them is online payments. So let's say with your business, you want to be able to accept online payments, you can't use so the these online community services they help you to get your name out there, but that's pretty that's all they can help you to do. So that's a big part of it. If you require some way to accept payments, then you definitely need to have your own website, for example, where you can where you can do that kind of thing. And and so you can list the products you're selling as well. Obviously, for people to get to know more about you where you can, uh, you know, you can have your about page, your contact page. But again, the, the biggest thing I find is accepting those online payments. Got it. And having your own website. I know in the States, there's a lot of services that allow you to take payments like PayPal right online. Yeah, PayPal is excellent. Still works today. People like it because they trust it. And Stripe is another one. So Stripe is like PayPal, very similar, except it's got more features in that you. it's better at keeping people. It's all about keeping people on your website with Stripe. So with typically with PayPal, especially in the past, when you go to pay for something, you get redirected to PayPal site. You have to log into your PayPal All account right. yep. and choose, hey, are you going to pay with PayPal or are you going to pay with a credit card? Whereas with, with a Stripe integration, and, and Stripe, by the way, the fees are the same, similar, very similar to PayPal, if not the same. It doesn't cost you anything to set up a Stripe account. And everyone's integrating with Stripe these days. So, you know, whether you've got a WordPress site or any other kind of website, whatever, or different kind of systems you're using, you find, you'll find you can use Stripe. So, with again, with Stripe, people stay on your website, and that's really important. So, yeah. when they click that buy, buy Now button, a form pops up where they can just simply fill in their name, credit card details, and that's it. Now, is that Stripe account also available on my cell phone so that when I'm standing at the market, I can take take funds that way as well? Yeah, you can definitely do that. Nice. Yeah, that's important. You know, that's one of the challenges that that we have is, you know, we, we need to take money in one place, but we have to use Square Up and we take money in another place on our website and we have to use PayPal or credit cards. So having it all integrated is nice. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. It certainly makes a lot of things yeah, a lot easier. So what are the best strategies for getting traffic to our websites? That's, I guess, that's probably the big thing that we have to talk about today is through the affiliate marketing. How do we get people to find us? Yeah. 
Look, it's it, it's a great question, Greg, and it's changed a lot over the years. So when I first started out with online marketing around back 2006, 2007, Google was the king. Google ads, they weren't, they were nowhere near expensive as they are now, and they were less restrictive too about what you could, what you couldn't, couldn't do. So look, and Google still works today, depending on your competition and the industry that you're in. Today, though, we've also got Facebook. Ads. And I'm, I'm just going to talk about paid advertising. I want to talk about free advertising, as uh, free traffic generation, I should say. Okay. I'll talk about free tra- traffic generation, but I'll talk quickly about paid traffic generation. So Facebook ads or and Facebook and Instagram, they're in, sort of integrated. They work extremely well for, especially for local businesses because of the targeting you can do. Oh, yes. You can target specific. Like if, For example, in Facebook, when you're putting the location that you want to target, if you enter an exact street address, you can then say, okay, Facebook, I want to advertise one kilometer or two kilometers radius wow. or three kilometers radius around the address. And so that that's that that's very very helpful with Facebook ads. Also, you can obviously restrict which ages, gender, interests, all those kind of things. Who sees or doesn't see ad? Now, the, with Facebook too, there is you know when you post something on your Facebook page, you you've got an option to boost it, and that that's okay. But I, uh, as a marketer, we never use boosting. We go to business.facebook.com and create an ad account and sort of create campaigns that way. And if you ever get stuck with that kind of thing, trust me, YouTube is your <laughs> YouTube is your friend. Oh yeah, videos on how to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's lots of if you're the type of person that wants to do it yourself, if you don't want to hire someone like me, YouTube is where you go and you'll find tons of people showing you how to create a local campaign to promote your business. So definitely Facebook ads is a great way to do it. Uh, especially local, but how do you, but how do you promote it? Uh, so how do you promote your business with your Facebook ads? So what I find works really well with Facebook advertising. If you're a local person, images work great. Video works a little bit better. So try now. A lot, not a lot of people like to use video because you know they're a bit self-conscious. And I remember the first videos I made they were terrible. I looked nervous and I sounded nervous, but you do get used to it. So definitely make videos about your product, what you're producing, what you're selling. Again, images also work too. But it's not just about selling your stuff, saying, hey, this is what I've got, come and buy it. I mean, that's important. You need a call to action. You need to be specific in what you're trying to present and what action you want people to take. But do what Greg does here on the podcast, and that is educating people and helping people. So with even with your advertising, so let's say, for example, so Greg, tell can you tell me, because you know your audience better, obviously better than I do. So what's one thing that people can do in their advertising that can educate as they're trying to promote their business, educate people at the same time? What, what's something they can mention? How to plant seeds how to save seeds that's actually a really good one all right excellent all right great example so and and the great thing about 
creating content like that as well, it, you don't just use it in your ads. You post it on your YouTube channel and you post it on your Facebook page as well. So, and if you're posting, and you and you can come up with regular content all the time. There's all, there's tons of topics. Just listening to this podcast will give you heaps of ideas. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you come up. So let's say, and you don't have to pretend to be an expert in in everything. As you're learning, you just share what you're learning, and that's how we become experts. That's how Greg becomes an expert that's how i become an expert yes we know we're not born that way we learn something and then we internalize it by sharing it with others so you do the same thing with your advertising and in your business uh, and it's and you find you find over time it's all the same thing it's not promoting your business is not a, again about necessarily ha- saying hey come and buy my stuff it's about developing relationships with people and you do it through giving them something of value and so you can do that in your advertising when you're creating ads Talk about how to save. Give it handy tip. Hey, um, have you ever wondered how do you save your seeds? And then you go and give them that information. And then at the end, say something to the effect, uh, this is Bob from, uh, and I have uh, uh, this local business. If you're looking for such and such, give me a call. Or if your call to action is to come to your website, come to my website. And then you give them the, the URL. And that's literally your ad. And your video could go for, it could be as short as one minute. It can be as short as two minutes, three minutes. It can be 10 minutes. I've seen video ads that go for 20 minutes. Wow. So there's no there's no specific uh, time to for your ad, like how little or how long. As long as you're, it's, it's, you're not drawing out your information, you're not trying to make it stretch to fill a certain time, like a certain time you think. So uh, as long as it's, it's giving great content and it's concise, again, if it takes a minute, great. If it takes 20 minutes, no problem. So yeah, sorry. So that's, that's paid, paid ads, but that also actually is free advertising as well. So again, what I, what I mentioned before, if you're creating this video content, what you also do is you, again, you put it on your YouTube channel, you put it on your Facebook page, and then you start generating, and if, especially if you're consistent, you want to be consistent. Um, if that, for you, that might mean daily, it might mean weekly, it might mean every two weeks. I would do it at least once a week, uh, video content. It's the best way to get free traffic. And so you put it everywhere you can. You put it on your Instagram account, you put it on your, again, your YouTube, on your Facebook when all that you, you mentioned, yeah. you mentioned that's paid advertising, but so far, all of what we talked about is just posted on your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, that's for free, right? Yeah, definitely. It's for free. And, and it, it becomes paid advertising when you take that video with, with the call to action at the end for your, for your business and you promote it through Facebook ad and Facebook ad campaign, because if you put it out there free, Obviously, people that follow you, like if, whether we're talking your personal Facebook profile or your Facebook business page, obviously, people that follow you are going to see it. And maybe the friends that they sh- like, if they share it, their friends will see it. But if you do a paid promotion, you'll also get the local area. You can boost, you can make oh, sure yeah. people that don't follow you are seeing it as well. And another, another quick tip, another great thing about video is. So let's say you do this, um, you do a paid promotion to your local area for your video, for people that don't follow you to see it. You can also do something which we call retargeting. And what that is, is where you basically say to Facebook, hey, I want you to do an ad to show an ad to people that have watched 50% or 75% or 100% of my video. Mm. So, And that's very powerful because let's say, for example, you, you've created this video 
you've paid Facebook to show it to your local area. And let's say uh, 500 people have watched at least half of the video content. You can create an ad that only goes to those 500 people. So you're paying a lot less because it's a very small audience, but you know the people that already know, like, and trust you because they've consumed your content. Right. And the message to them, it could be, you could, you could again, push that same, uh, I, I wouldn't. Uh, push that same message. I'd have a, a different message, but it could be more. It could be more targeted. It could be a simple I image ad, or again a video ad. And this time you could say, "Hey, I noticed you saw the video that we did. Uh, a video that I created recently. Just wanted to let you know about blah blah blah." And then you can you can be more. I guess you you could be more uh, straightforward about what it is that you're promoting because. Again, you've already established that relationship and they already know you, so you can go ahead and say, hey, wanted to let you know about this thing I'm doing this weekend or this product that I have, so forth. I think the biggest thing that you, you mentioned earlier is the consistency. Uh, one of the things from a farming perspective, one of the things that I found out early on, because I used to grow things here at the Urban Farm and sell them at markets, is when I was there every week, my business did better. If I missed a week, I could see it in, you know, in the amount of things that people weren't buying from me. So the consistency was important. Same with your business. So we have put out two podcasts a week for four years. And that consistency is building the momentum behind it. So I think the the big takeaway here is consistency, wouldn't you think? Yeah, definitely. Totally agree. And uh, consistency to another thing too I think that really helps is being genuine and, and just be transparent and genuine and I mentioned sort of this before about not pretending to be an expert if you are an expert great if you've been doing it for that long and you know everything that's excellent but a lot a lot of people has pull away from promoting their business or making videos because they think well I don't know everything you don't uh, well, have to uh, yeah I'm gonna stop you right there I've done this a very long time I don't know everything we just have to step out. And I'm sure it's the same way for you in internet marketing, right? Yeah, exactly. So Greg and I were having a, a quick chat before we started and he was sh showing me something that he's doing online. And I, I sort of mentioned, well, you know, th there's this thing you could be doing. And when Greg asked me if I could set something like that up, I, I said, look, I know how it's done. I, I, mean, I know about it, but I've never done it myself. And I wasn't hesitant to say that. I'm not going to pretend, you know, because I haven't, when it comes to internet marketing, I haven't done everything. It's, you know, sort of impossible. But uh, that's how we learn, you know. We, we yeah. and, but so be, again, honest and transparent with people because people pick up on that and it helps to build trust with people. And they'll want to do business with you if they sense they can trust you. Amen to that. So I'm going to shift on you. And I'd like for you to talk about a time you failed, how you overcame that failure and what you learned from it. Yeah, look, and I... I have failed in this uh, internet marketing business. So good for you, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it, that's right. We learned, don't we? So yep. I uh, had an issue. Uh, well, I was became I, I, I pushed really pushed my affiliate marketing business when I first started doing it full time in 2008, and I created a lot of Google ad campaigns promoting a lot of different products, other people's products as an affiliate, and I was promoting over 400 products on one stage, and I did it very quickly, and and I became one of top uh, ClickBanks, which was the biggest digital marketplace back then. Now it's more JV, Zoo, and other networks, but I became one of the world's top 100 affiliates in sales-wise. I had a lot of Google Ads running, a lot of different campaigns, again, over 400 products. So, But what happened was one morning I woke up 
Greg, and I looked in, I checked my ClickBank account, which I love to do in the morning. I wake up and see how many sales I've made in the US, especially overnight. Everyone's dream, you know, wake up and see how much money you made while you're sleeping. Right. I woke up one morning and there was no sales in my ClickBank account. That was quite unusual to say the least. Like it, it did happen when I had a few like quiet mornings, but never no sales. So I then checked my um, Google Ads account and there was there was no activity. It was dead. And my heart sank, like literally, like I was petrified. So what happened, long story short, Google had uh, suspended my Google Ads account and they did it indefinitely. I didn't, I never got it back. And so what happened was there wasn't this, I wasn't doing anything bad, but there was a lot of other affiliates that because, uh, because affiliates, it's not their product, it's someone else's product they're promoting. They don't really care. And they, some of some affiliates did the wrong thing and was making incorrect claims on the Google ads platform to get more attention in their ads because they were competing with everyone else. And so Google said, well, forget it. We're just going to ban all ClickBank advertisers in a certain niche, in the make money online niche. Not If you're advertising other things like like software or something, that was one thing. But if you're advertising make money online opportunities, Google literally shut down your account overnight. Wow. That's what they did to me. It was devastating. Like It was devastating. I, I, I was using Yahoo ads, which was around at the time, and Bing ads, but they were only maybe, if I was lucky, 10% of my income. Yeah. So 90% of my income overnight was gone. And so that was, yeah, and it was a very painful time for me. So I, I did I did make my way back. I, I did learn to other traffic strategies and did different things. But uh, my lesson that I learned from that is the classic lesson, which is don't put all your eggs, eggs in one, one basket. basket. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you consider your biggest success? I would say uh, my family relationships. So having the online business and being able to be home more, again, support my wife, spend more time with my children, to be able to take my children to school, pick them up from school, be able to be there when they have their special activities or presentations that they're they're doing, like watching my son play soccer or my daughter get an award, uh, things like like that. That, for me, is um, my success. Yeah, and that's not to be taken lightly. It is so incredibly important to be able to have the flexibility to show up. And yeah, that that's one of my biggest successes is that I, you know, I'm not tied to a desk somewhere that that I don't have some large thing to say about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what drives you? Again, it's very closely related to my success, and that's family drives me. Uh, I'd say. Uh, a big thing that also drives me in my business is growing, growing as a, a, in personal development. I would say so. What because what a, what a business does, any business, an online business, but any business, when you go into business for yourself, there's no excuses. You can't blame <laughs> right. the boss that the business is that the business is not working. You can't make oh, you know, the the bot, you know, things aren't going well because we we have bad leadership. You are the leadership, <laughs> and so. It's the ultimate, it's having that ultimate accountability. So you're forced to grow. And that's what I love about what I do is I have to stretch myself every single day and it's changed me as a person. And so, and that, and that motivates me. Yeah. Well, it's a different way of looking at the world. You know, when you have a job, you had a paycheck that comes in on the first or the 15th or whenever it comes in. And for me, I've been personally responsible for my paycheck since I was 15 years old. And Mm. 
so I, you know, I, I've had a couple of jogs along the way where I got checks, you know, like that, but it's, it's a different way of being. And it, you know, it takes some practice. There's been some times in my life when, yeah, I didn't have the money to pay something and I had to figure it out. I, I think at one point I delivered pizzas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and there's, there's that saying, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. So when you're, when you're ultimately accountable for everything, you're forced to learn to do, become a certain person or to learn a certain skill. And that's invaluable. Yeah. Perfect. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? One of my, I've read, I, I like audio books myself. I just, because I'm so busy, I don't really have a lot of time to sit down and read. And I love listening to books. I listen to many books. And one of my favorites, which I reread on a regular basis, is How to Win Friends and Influence People by oh, Dale yeah. Carnegie. Yep. And I just love that book because a lot of success that we will have will be in the relationships that we have not necessarily in our skills but how we, we can interact with people and how we influence people and how people feel when they're around us and i love this book because it really hits home it, it it's not a boring book there's it's pretty much full of stories about different people and but it's great messages in there great things to learn about uh, yeah, how to, how to build relationships with people, and and you can. It's not a business book, and it's not a family book. It, it's it's all of them. It doesn't matter. Um, this book, uh, sort of the skills you learn, is for a, any situation. Exactly. Well, and the cool thing is, is it was published in 1936. I actually, right. yeah, I actually had to read it for a high school class mm. 40 years ago. I just had my 40th uh, high school reunion. It's like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So what one final piece of advice do you have for our listeners? When it comes to, you know, we've been talking today about building your business online, promoting your urban farm online. And one of the things you'll find when you start doing that is that there's lots of shiny objects in the world of online marketing. It still happens today. And I see it a lot where what I mean is You'll see a lot of people saying, hey, buy this course or buy this software and you'll have success with your business and you'll start making money and all that kind of stuff. And literally there's, there's products being released every single day saying, hey, come and buy me and I'll do this for you and I'll do that for you and, and make you, again, heaps of money. Stay away from that. Find a mentor. Find someone that is successfully promoting their urban farm online. Find out, especially it helps if they have a training, uh, if they have some kind of, like, like Greg's got this podcast, for example, that you can listen to on a regular basis. So find if they've, if they've got a, a podcast or if they've got a course that they're selling, or even if they don't, but if, if there's a way for them to mentor you and stick to that one program and don't go and buy all the other stuff that's shouting for your attention, all the other shiny objects, because you just spread yourself too thin. And a lot of the programs and software that's being sold out there, they might be, some of them are good, some of them are not. But again, you just want to find one system that you know that works and follow that. Don't don't go and buy everything that's being advertised. It's yeah. just, you'll waste your money and you'll go nowhere. You really will. Yeah. Well, amen to that. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, John. Uh, thank you, Greg. It's been, it's been a real pleasure. And how can our listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, thank you. Uh, so what I do mainly today is help businesses with online marketing. And if you feel you want to ask me a question, I'm happy to. Uh, any questions anyone has, uh, you can email me uh, directly. Uh, I've got a few email addresses. I won't give you the one with my name in it because it's a long Greek name. 
So just email me at admin at webagents.com.au. If you have a question, I'm happy to answer it. Or come and find me. Um, the website is webagents.com.au. That's usually the best way to come to my website or send me an email, and I'm happy to help you. Perfect. You can also find show notes from today's podcast at urbanfarm.org forward slash webagents. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. Hey, Urban Farm Podcast listeners. If you're as passionate about preserving the bounty of each season as we are, hey, I canned my first peaches at the age of 18, and that was a long time ago, then you're going to love what our friends over at Denali Canning have in store for you. They're on a mission to spread the love and knowledge of food preservation, and they're inviting you to join the journey for free. Right now, Denali Canning is offering free canning lids to anyone who wants to dive deeper into the world of food preservation. Yes, you heard that right, absolutely free. It's the perfect opportunity for both seasoned canners and those curious about starting. Denali is about quality, reliability, and supporting the canning community, ensuring that you get the best results every time you preserve. So why not give it a try? Visit DenaliCanning.com forward slash free to claim your free lids and start your preserving adventures today. That's DenaliCanning.com forward slash free.